0: TheYeshiva.net Good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Baruch I'll come back from a night So we're on Ayin Dalad, uh, page 147, right? 147, Ayin Dalad, column 2. On the top, three, li- four lines from the top. Ayin Dalad, column 2. On top it says Balak. So we explored in the Maimed the three levels of tshuva. It's called Surmeirah, Va Toiv, and Bake Shalom. Surmeirah was step one. The ability to be able to do tshuva, Repentance to go away from all types of Ra. By discovering L.A. Kai Bekirbi which is the antithesis of Mitzu'uni Harai sailah there's the truth of the complete pos- positive commitment and dedication and passion, <coughs> including going beyond one's teva and comfort zone, oivid Alekim, to work through Alekim, the symptom of Alekim, and by remembering the truth of Saiviv. And the tshuva fa'asey toiv, the ability to replenish the light that was missing is always through the source where all the light comes from, which is Saif of kalalman. And then there is the third tshuva, the tshuva of Bakish shalom, of ultimate peace. The tshuva not on anything that was missing in the terms of negative or anything that was missing in the terms of positive, surmerav ha'asey but it's the Shuvu live or Shuvu Aleichem, Shuvu elai, it's the Tshuva, as he puts it, on the very distance, on the very yeshes, on the very sense of ego and separateness. It's not the Tshuva that we're used to, you know, you have to do chuva because you're such a bad boy. It's that all life is one big chuva. <laughs> we're used to the word Tshuva is as associated with trauma, <laughs> I don't know what level of trauma, but you have to do tshuva because you're a bad boy. If you would have been a good boy, you wouldn't do tshuva. But Al Altarebbe says, then why would it say kol yamav b'tshuva? Your whole life you should do tshuva. Well, your whole life you should be a bad boy. No, chuva is the essence of life. All of life is tshuva. Kol of b'tshuva. To live life means to do chuva. To return the yash back to the iron. To return the soul back to the source. To over to overcome the tension and the frustration and the difficulty of the separateness of, of the ego that's separate. To be able to know da, may ayin basa, You come from ayin. Ayin mazali Israel. As somebody said yesterday, a taich also from the Qatar may Ayin yovei Ezri. It's not just a question, it's an answer. May Ayin Yaway Ezri. My Azer, my help comes from Ayin. Venoizlim in levonim, And this Chuva is most personified through Torah. Because Torah is called Mashal HaKadmoini. It's the metaphor that captures Kadmoinoi Shal olam, which means Hashem and Mamish in his essence, beyond Mamale and beyond Saiviv, which from there can be the synthesis and therefore Kriyas Yamsuf Ad Amcha Hashem. You pass over even what's called yutke vavke seiv and then dry land and water can be synthesized. Hafach yamli which means within the yesh of olam hazav eretz of land, there could be complete integration. Tshuva, this is the Chuva of bake shalom. Sur ra bake shalom, the peace, the synthesis, peace. Kala Isaak Batir, the Gemara says, "Mesim Shalom Ba Pamalya Shal pamalia Hamaya Shalmata. creates peace in the higher yeshiva, in the lower yeshiva, pamalya ye shalmaila. What's the peace that's needed over there? As he puts it, of Kalam, the peace between of Kalam and Amamala Kalam. And there's also the advantage of Tayra over mitzvahs. That Tayra is ingested, it's digested like a food. Vesai Rasha Bisoy Mey. Vikirbacha Kadir, Shino Shaira Bisoyhmayev. I'm repeating the various Mamori Chazal that the Balatanya brings to bring out the uniqueness of Torah. Every mitzvah is divine. But mitzvahs are called makifim. They encompass the person. The person, so to speak, dresses himself or herself up in a mitzvah. You do an act. But Torah is like food. It becomes part of you. A person learns, learns, learns. The ideas of Torah, the truth of Torah, and Torah is Chachmas Yishol It's Hashem's will. Person really understands it. It becomes completely united. It's like food. It goes into your bloodstream. It's now your bloodstream. It's not a separate piece of bread. It was once a separate piece of bread, but now it's mamash you, to the point that you can't recognize the difference between you and the food. The food becomes you for good, then hopefully for better, and sometimes not always for good. Depends what type of food. Depends what type of food it is, right? Depends what type of body it is. That's the uniqueness of Torah. That's what the Chazal said. That Hashem said. In Echam, ready to forgo everything. But not the Masa Shaltorah. And he, he compares it because there's a varim the Malka. There's a person gets a blemish in a person, part of the body, even if it's very serious. A limb is missing, chalila. A real defect. So the person is, there's, there's a, there's mum there, there's a blemish. But there still, doesn't necessarily take a life. But when there's a little perforation, in the wrong place, in the evarim in the internal vital organs, a lung, a heart, a kidney, a, uh, of course, the brain, you're dealing with the brain. There, there's no games, even a tiny little blemish, which would seem relative to other organs, not big, but that can completely snuff out the soul of the person, because it's a hapanimim. He said, mitzvahs are called avarim, but the title is the moyach, it's the brain. It's, it's the pnimius, it's a, it's, a, it's a varim so he continues, mashakasub This is a pesha that says, "Matan Hashem elokech." That's how Matan Torah begins. Literally, it means, "I am God, your God." I am the in English they would write, "I am the Lord, your God." But you have here all three names. You have anoechi Hashem, havaya elokech, piter shavaya elokech, chaynu sevav Kalam, and Amalakalam. kolam, yudke vavke we explained represents sevav, elokim which always becomes personal, alekecha, alekeinu, alekai, is memalekalam. Aval anoychi mi but there's something called anoichi. Anoichi is, who is anoichi. There's no name. So anoichi is anoichi misha anoichi. I am who I am. I am, who are you? Whoever I am, I am. Anoichi mi anoichi. Hu atz musayi re'en sa'af, shalamay lagam of This is the essence of the ensoyf, which transcends even sayi v'khalam and this Anohi Matantay is that this Anochi can become your God, your Elikecha. Shaphinas Shema Vaya Zen, Nim Shakubchinas Anohi Mamash, Kumashakasov Mima Makim Krasika Havaya. This Havai is one that does not conceal, but it accesses. The truth of Anoichi, that's a pshat. from the depth I call out to you. So P'shat is, not just from my depth I call out to you. from the ultimate depths, from there I want Havaya to come out. In other words, in the Soiviv and even in the Mamalay. It shouldn't be felt, the separation from the Atmos. It should all be a vehicle for the Atzmos. This is to Torah, which is also defined as depth. Your thoughts, your Torah is very deep. Your Torah is very deep aitz balevish in mishlei vayim mamak kirsech vayim et philalani so here, the aymek is associated with taita but this is through first truvit she ya isek that the person's involvement in taita should be genuine lishma for her sake And he brings a few matam kadesh ya asika taita acher rosh de libbet philalani I'm sorry. It's explained the the Gemara says that the main korban was not they didn't learn they didn't make a bracha on Torah. Or the Gemara says about Binyamin that he wanted he begged that his tefillah should be near his smuchel Meaning when he gets up, he first davens. And before you learn, you make a bracha, yiye, eisek, a teda, achara, the It's not just toira independently. Toira comes after davening. Toira comes after a bracha, after the ratzen of tefila. That's the toira Lishma, the ultimate limit of which makes some shalom, which connects mamaleh and soiviv. That's the tshuva of the yesh coming back to the source through toira, which is the pnemias of Hashem. Vizel boruch ato Hashem alekenu. That's the meaning of every bracha. Where you have different names. Ata Hashem Why so many names? The Pshat is that the Bracha is Bracha means bringing something down. You want that the the Ata you 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 yourself you at who's you you at your core muhusivats musa beyond any names even beyond shem avaya should come out it should come in it should be manifested in one Vavke, and then in leikenu that's why we go through all three just like in matan Torah Hashem el so he says in the kitzur the sumach sometimes we wrote a kitzur you see in the abbreviation the 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 summation Truva gimel La atzmos aydan sof shalamayla mesev kolamina emale Third shuvah is to atzmos ad yaver amcha havaya beyond hashem beyond havaya v'hainu shuvu elai mamish to me v'zeo ayde esekat teira. This is primarily through teira avarim hapnimim which is compared to the inner organs the vital organs the pnimim is like the brain v'zeo anoichi to come into Havaya and Alekecha, because really it's all one, it's just from our perception, there's Mamali, there's soivim, there's Atzimus, That's just our perception makes a differentiation because of our limitation. And Taira bridges that gulf, that Anoichi could be Havaya and could be Elikecha. So those are briefly the three layers of tshuva that the Balatanya sets out, the three layers of tshuva, the surmerad, the and the tshuva that's Kol Yomov B'tshuva, all life is one big, one big tshuva to overcome the tension of separateness to go back to a place of oneness. Siv dalit. These three dimensions of tshuva are also called pchar. Pchar literally means the first-born male, right? That's the pchar. What's the connection to the tshuvas? The three letters, beis Chaf Re'esh, Asirois Umeis, are in the units of the ones, the tens, and the hundreds. But they're number, number two. In the Aleph beis, you have three sections. You have the singles, the decimals that are single, the unit from one till ten. Then you have ten <laughs> all the way till a hundred, which starts with Koth. So those are where you have the doubles, 11, 12, 13, 14, all the way to 99. And then you have the three digits, you go to meyes to 100s. In the Alev bays, you have from Alev till yud. Alev beyes, gimel da'al, of zayin, ches test. Then you have from yud all the way down till tzadik, including tzadik. And then you have the last ones, which are kuf, 100, 200, 300, 400, tough. That's called yechidois, the single ones. Asirois are the tens. Once you hit 10 and you go on, 10s. And then you have meyer is the 100s. Bechayr, the word bechayr is the two in each unit. Bayes is the first time two. Chaf is 20. So when you come to the 10s, it's two. And reish, when you come to the 100s, it's two. But it's not number one, it's number two. Number one would be Aleph yud k yud kuf. Alef is one, yud is 10, kuf is 100. But this is number two, beyerz chaf reish. In other words, you're dealing with duality. You're not dealing with one, you're dealing with two. You have the two, you have twenty, you have two hundred. Habez is yhidis, ha is asiris, and haresh is Meis. What's the connection to these chuvas? For These three chuvas explain Haniskarimlael, haym They correspond the state of the soul when it's in asir. When it's in Yitzira and when it's in briah Vehein bechlal Gimel is Nefesh Ruach Neshama. It also corresponds to three states of the human consciousness: the Nefesh and the Ruach and the Neshama. We know generally we speak about four worlds: Atzilis and Our world is called the world of Asiya. As I explained a few, we explained a few times. When you speak about the four worlds, it's important to understand. That it's not shot that these four worlds are in four different places. In other words, right here is Ilam HaSiya. If you'll take a spaceship, and you'll take a trip, maybe a billion light years, you'll hit Yitzhira. And then you'll continue the trip another 50 billion light years, and you'll crash into Yitzhira. To Bria. And then, septillion, billion, septillion light years, you'll crash into, uh, to Atsilas doesn't doesn't work that way. Four worlds doesn't mean it's for one world here one not. The real the real definition of the four worlds is four perceptions of reality. Four states of the four worlds are right here. It's four different pairs of glasses that you could wear that allow you to see reality in a different way. Asiyah is the basic level, the superficial perception of reality, the way we see it. But what if I had microscopic eyes of Yitzirah? Forget, if I had microscopic eyes bechlal, I would see a different world. Yitzira means you have a certain set of eyes, the same world, but it's a different reality. Just like two people could look at the same table, one looks with a microscope, one looks without a microscope, it's a different world. Just like two people could come into the same house, one looks at the house and says, wow, it's so nice. But an architect walks into the house. They see something else. <laughs> huh? <laughs> but also, and if it is, they see, you know, the parts that I wouldn't even know what, I don't even know to look at it. A musician listens to a piece of music. I hear a piece of music. Okay, it may be nice. The musician hears the piece of music. What he's picking up is things that his antennas are sensitive to. Another person wouldn't know it. Same is true as everything in the world. You know, animals pick up noises, sounds that we don't pick up. The frequency, simply, we don't have the kalem to pick up those frequencies. Which world are they living in? Who's living in the right world? <laughs> Everybody is living in the world. That you, you live in your world. You live in the world that you create through your own senses, through your own awareness, through your own consciousness. The lowest world is called the world of Asiya. A higher layer is Atzir. A higher layer is Bria, There's Atzillus. Those are the generally the four layers of reality of every reality. Atsilas and Bri are right here. There are nishamas called nishamas of Atsilas. What does it mean nishamas of, nishamas of Briy, of Yitzir? It means even when in this world, their consciousness, their perception of reality is one of a deeper dimension. So the Balatanya says here, when you speak about these three tshuvas, one is anisham of Asiya, a and briya. In other words, anisham in the world of Asiya, focuses on the first tshuva. In the world of Yitzirah the second, the world of Bria the third, and it's connected to the three names that every soul has, Nefesh, Ruach, and which are three dimensions of consciousness. Because one needs to be mevarer, refine, and fix, and sublimate the Nefesh Ruach, neshama through these tshuvas. The Nefesh is sublimated through the first tshuva. Ruach through the second, and Shammah through the third. Peters, the meaning is, The first Shuvah of Sur Meirah is always associated with Nefesh, which is always associated with Asiyah, with action. The world of Asiyah and Nefesh is always much closer to real sin, to real transgression, to real mistakes, the world of Asiya is close to the residence of what we call the clippers, the husks, and the external forces, which is the Yitzhahara. So when I'm in a state of Nefesh, when I'm in a state of Asiya, I'm capable of a real sin. In Vayikra, the is Nefesh Kisechta. Not ruach, not neshama. It's only the nefesh part that can sin, because the ruach, the neshama is already a deeper state of consciousness. Over there, chet is not shyach. It's just not. You're not capable of it. Just you're not in that. You're capable of it because you have a choice, but it's not part of your. Uh, it's meaningless. In the world of nefesh, we're in a state of of more physical consciousness. Nefesh represents the biological consciousness of a person. Which, in many ways, is similar to the animal. We're part of the zoological species, of course, in a more elevated fashion, as the Homo sapien, as the human being. But the point is that the nefesh is the biological consciousness of a person. What we call the electricity in the body—the fact that I could function, my 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 the 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 systems of the of the of the organism that function—that's the nefesh. That's called Asiya. It's the world of Asiya. The world of Asiya means the world of action, the world of physicality. That's the world that I see. So over there, a person is very vulnerable to all types of brokenness, to all types of mistakes. So here you have the tshuva of Surmeira. Meira. That's nefesh kisecht v'tshuva shaloi. What's his tshuva? Like we explained. Regret. What's regret? How do I do tshuva? I uproot my and I say, I don't want this for me. It's not for me. I don't want this. You uproot your will, your passion. Every every time a person, a person goes somewhere because of a reason. They have some interest there. There's something it's doing for me. And when I could realize this is not doing anything for me. On the contrary, I take away my and That's what real regret is. Real regret is, how can I be there? I don't want to be there. It's not for me. I'm not interested in this. This is sickening to me, it's ugly, it's ridiculous. And as I said yesterday, when we say chet, we don't only mean the literal word, this and that's it. Chet, ra, represents everything that that's broken, everything that does not, as he puts it, that separates you from truth, that separates you from oneness, that separates you from Kedusha. So therefore, I'm oike the rotson from the ra. And when a person uproots his will, what a person does down here triggers everything above Hashem does the same thing when you do tshuva he also does tshuva What that Hashem does tshuva that is that you take away ma'ir that you take away you're ma'arer means l'mayla Hashem also gives to all the clippers because he wants to when you take away your ratzen so kevayachal, you do the same thing by Hashem, that his chius doesn't go to them. Because when I'm passionate about something, my energy is there. If a person has an addiction to something, that's where their mind is, that's where all their energy goes there. That's the tragedy. Tragedy is you have a big person with a lot of energy, and where does it go to? It goes sometimes to stupid things or destructive things. If your mind would be somewhere else, you would take your ratson and free it up. You have to free up your ratson. Because whatever is happening in my life is because I want it. I'm there. I have an interest there. I have an interest in it. I have a rotson in it. I have to free up that will. I have to allow my rotson to be free. It shouldn't be trapped by things that I I have to want. You don't have to. Take away your rotson and choose where your interest should be, where your passion should be. Kevayachal, when we do that, Hashem does the same thing. His rotson that's fueling the clippers, He also takes out. There's the second shuva, that's already a higher shuva, the shuva of Hasei Tov. is covered, but the shuva Hasei Tov, as we spoke about going beyond the comfort zone, this is already the shuva of Ruach. This is associated with the world of Yitzira. The third shuva, I want to undo this separateness, the yesh, the third tshuva bakr shalom. This is associated with the state of neshama consciousness, which is very aware of the separateness, and therefore wants to do the tshuva. And in this tshuva, the tshuva has to be even deeper, from the depth of the heart. Why? So he says something incredible. The Nephila, the fall of the third level of the neshama in the state of Bria, in many ways is greater than the Nephila of the first and the second, which is very strange. It's not Sur meirat, it's not Asetov. So he quotes his Rebbe. As you know, the Balatanya was a very beloved and close student to the Maggid of Mizrich, his youngest student. And a lot of the Torah that he taught, well, he said it's all based on the Maggid. But he doesn't very seldom that he quotes him. You could see a lot of times, you go back to the magad, you could see the foundation of a lot of the Torah. But very seldom that he quotes the magad. A few places that he quotes him. Says one of them that he quotes him. He heard this from the Magid, that the Maggid of Mizrich Nishmasayidin once said listen to this line. The machshava zaris, the alien thoughts of complete tzaddikim, create much more damage than the serious sins of the hameyaretz. That's what the Magid said. The Magid said the machshavah zaris of tzaddikim g'murim. It's only a machshava, It's a thought. And zaris, zaris just means it's, it's a strange thought. It doesn't belong there. has a more serious impact In the inner fabric of the universe, it creates a deeper challenge than sometimes the blatant, raw, brute sin of the Amaretz, of the ignorant one who's completely not in that state. Yeah, I don't think he's talking about Dan. We're not talking about the judgment. Just the energy that it generates. So the Maral explains something similar. The gemara says, The thought of the Aveda is sometimes more serious than the Aveda. It doesn't mean in terms of penalty. Like Rabbi Yaakov says, you're not judged for machshava. So the Maral says, Because machshava is very deep in the person. So therefore, it affects a very deep place. It's ironic that I would be done for it again, would cause a worse separateness We acts of an Yeah. But this is the third Shuva, the Shuva for. It's not a Shuva for Avedis or even for Asaitov. Right, right. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Could be, yeah. Sometimes could be that, that somebody else's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the Pshad in Tehillim. It says, around him is Nisarama Ma'od. It's a very strong st- storm. Or Vamra Azal. The Gemara says, <laughs> Hashem is medaktik with his tzaddik, with, 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 sviva, with those around him, like a strand of a hair. So it doesn't only mean, in other words, you, you're closer to me, so I expect more from you, so therefore I'm, I'm very medactic on you, that I won't be medactic on somebody else. It's a it's it's a truth, that somebody who's rooted in a very, very deep place, like we gave the Marshall of nuclear energy. When you get to the, to the core over there, even what seems very small, a tiny atom that split, unleashes a tremendous, incredible, incredible amount of energy. The Machshava Zaravat Sadik is only a Machshava. It's very Pnimiistic. It's internal. Nobody even knows. But it's in such a deep place. It's rooted in such a deep place in reality that it, it's ramifications. it Reverberates in a very powerful way. So, bameila, it's not pshad that the third shuvah is a psat shuvah. In many ways, as he puts it, that shuvah needs much more shuvah, a, a, a greater depth, because the nifil over there could be greater even than the nifil of surmer the Va'ain tamal zebapardas shar chavtes shara timeim peyre gimel seif dibur amaschol but tekun ezereich tekun I have to look it up. He brings two the reason for this union of of the siviv of nesarimoid. Forzo in yin So now we can understand the concept of the three letters pchar, shem yechidos, asiros meys, but all in the twos. Ki bebriya shon nishmasas nesh bebriya shon because Bria, which is Neshama, HaSvidis, Klulim Kol Echad Miyud, Viyud Miyud. In Bria, which represents Neshama, all the Spheres, every world is made up of ten building blocks. The building blocks that Hashem uses to build all the worlds are ten building blocks. Those are called the Spheres, Right? Chachma, Bina, das, Chesed, guru, Teferis, all the way, Netzach, Chod, Malchus. Those are the building blocks of creation. Everything is made up of that. Ten Spheres. But in Bria, he says, Kol echad miyud, all the spheres, each one encompasses ten, and the ten encompass ten. it becomes hundred. Because there's ten spheres, but if each one encompasses all ten, like we have by spheres right? There's seven midas, each one encompasses seven, so you have 49. If you have ten encompassing ten, yeah, so you have a hundred. So it's not just there's chesed. There's chachmas and there's bina of and there's dasha of there's chesed Because over there you have the soul of the spheris, the neshama, so you have the full unity. In yitzira, it's only ten, so therefore it's tens. And in asiyah, it's ones. It's a nukuda. Shabbasiyya nekuda levad. Vagamba Sharah Partsuf from Sharach of Tezbus Soyfai Khasav that reads also says, Inya nikuda, Svirah Partsuf. In Kabbalah, something called nekuda as a point. Svira is already the way. He puts it in Yitzira, where they're included. They have ten, they're Klulam Miyud, each one. Encompasses ten, that's called sphira, and then you have parts of. Parts of means a full face, a full structure. That's the way in Bria, each one has all ten, and that itself is encompassing of ten, so you have already hundreds. A thousand and more. It's called a relative to the einsham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Vilna Gaon says that, right? Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful word. Ah? Huh? Bechoyr inherits double, cause he's the double. Base is two, chaf is twenty, rage is two hundred. Yeah. Ah? Mokzuk. Mokzuk, I mean. Right. Mokzuk. I mean, it's discussed, right? I think the Mashachachmah, it's, it's discussed at length. Oh. There's something from the Vilna Gaon, I have to look it up, about this. I have to remember, I saw once a few years ago, the, the, the Shaykhs with base Chaf, resh, with Muchzak, and Raps, right? a very interesting word. I'll, I'll look it up, Lee Neder. Generally speaking, a person is made up of a lot of different feelings and kachas and emotions. We all know you have different moods and different states and Different stages in life and so many different experiences. In ASIA, everything is more isolated. The higher you go, the more the unity, the more the integration, the more the synthesis. To give an example, you know, sometimes, <clears throat> one of the differences you'll say between immaturity and maturity is, a person has, it's basically, are you one-dimensional or not? A person has a certain emotion. As soon as you see a child, it has a certain emotion. There's no room for anything else. There's no negotiations. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Sorry, no negotiations. Now there's something refreshing about it, because it's authentic. Now I'm crying, I'm gonna cry for the next hour, and that's it. There's no, neg- no, nothing to talk about. But the sign of maturity is the ability to be able to appreciate right now there's another perspective. There's another way of looking at it. There's something that has to be done. To be able to put it on the side and to be able to focus on something else. To be able to also appreciate that this may be true right now. I may have to be able to see things in a different way. It doesn't mean to judge what you're feeling and delegitimize it. But it means the ability to understand your limitations and the fact that there may be more to the story. Whenever I have an emotion, and that's the only thing that exists, and I start worshipping it, it's often a sign of a lack of maturity and a lack of growth. Because a person may be in a very difficult emotional state. Something may, an example, something may trigger you very, very heavily. But if that becomes the only reality that exists and nothing else, you can get stuck there and submerged in the quicksand. There's the ability to say, yes, this is what I'm feeling right now. And the reason may be X or Y or Z. And yet have the ability to be able to put it aside for a moment, or not even to put it aside, to honor it and to respect it. And then to be able to say, you know, but what do I really want to do now? Is this the action I want to take? Because if every action you take is just following your impulse at that moment, it can get very, very uh, ugly. Sometimes I have to be able to say, yeah, this is my emotion. I want to say certain words to you, because that's what I'm feeling. But saying those words could really burn a lot of bridges. They could be very negative. Sometimes take with your child. Something happens, you really (laughs) want to say certain things. So some people do that, and then they regret it for five years, right? Like telling your child, you don't belong in this house, get out of my house, find another house, and then the father calms down, yeah? Somebody calms him down, and he realizes it was the wrong thing to say to his teenage girl. What happened? What happened was, I had a strong emotion, and I said it. Your strong emotions, you tell your therapist, not your daughter, (laughs) So what, I'm supposed to deny my emotion? You don't have to deny your emotions, but I have to ask a question. What are the words I really want to say that will promote a relationship, and what are not? I am feeling horrible. I'm feeling crazy. Okay, you're a person. You have your limitations. It's mean, If something took you over, maybe something, a very deep trigger, who knows, from your childhood, your psychoanalyst will figure that out, or maybe you'll figure it out one day, or maybe not, But it's not always so relevant because the question is, so what's going to be my behavior now? What am I going to say? What am I going to do? What am I going to think? Where am I going to go with this? The ability of maturity, the ability of development is always the ability to be able to see another side and to be able to say, you know, I'm not going to speak the words that are dictated by this emotion because these words I may regret very, very badly. I want to ultimately... Yes, I'm in the mood of running away for life. People have that. But I don't really want to run away for life. I really want to be close to you. So so therefore, I'm going to transcend that instinct and I'm going to choose what is really valuable to me. So I'm going to say words that will ultimately help us come closer together. The more a person can do that, the more a person can actually heal and bring things together. It's always the ability to be able to see things from a more inclusive state, not get stuck and, uh, what's the word? Um, fixated, sucked in, sucked in. Yeah. That's why the higher the world, the higher the consciousness, the more there's the unity of the spheres. In a lower primitive place, everything is an akuda, that's it, there is. This is what I'm feeling, this is the only reality, there's no other reality the deeper a person goes into a higher state of consciousness. What do you mean a higher state of consciousness? The deeper you go, every sphere becomes part of a network. There's a web. There's a food chain. There's a food web. There's a web. There's a network. There's Chesed and there's Gvorea and there's Teferes and there's Netzach and there's Hoyin and there's Yisoyin and there's Malchus and there's Chachma there's Bina, there's Daas, there's Keser. And the deeper you go, the more unity, the more each one is inclusive of all the other ones. There's different dimensions of it, there's different aspects of it. Generally speaking also, the more, on a different level, but it's all connected, the higher you go, the deeper you go, the things become more united. Because the source of achdas is Hashem. The more one feels the divine, the more united things are. The less I feel the divine, the more disconnected things are. So you have two separate people, they're completely disconnected. I am I and you are you. I take care of me, you take care of me. The more we go to a higher state of consciousness, the more disconnection. That's the nekuda of why Briya is connected with hundreds. Because every sphere is part of a huge family, of a huge unit. It encompasses ten. And each one of that encompasses ten. So each sphere itself is considered in the hundreds. It's not just a psacheset. This chachmishah bechesed, this gvurishah bechesed, but that's not enough because that would just be ten, right? This chachmishah bechesed, this gvurishah bechesed. So how much is there in chesed? Ten, not hundred, but in chachmishah bechesed itself. Yeah. This chachmishah bechachmishah bechesed. <laughs> it gets really intricate because emotions are very intricate. And then there's the binner in the chachma which is in chesed, and then there's the. The Chesed, which is in the Chachma and the Chesed, you know that each one encompasses ten, but each one of them encompasses ten. So each one is in a state of hundreds. Yitzira is considered tens, because each one encompasses ten, but to say that every detail now encompasses also another ten—that's already a stretch. And in Asiya, it's called ones. You're on your own, and that's what growth is. Growth is from a state of Asiya to a state of Yitzirah, to a state of Bria. The difference is Nefesh, Ruch A Nefesh is biological. It's like an animal. Animals are one-dimensional, you know. An animal is angry. Don't start explaining things to the beer. Just stay away. The Rambam says, animals are one-dimensional. He calls it one pile. This is who they are. (laughs) Yitzirah is already a higher place. Yitzirah is connected with Ruach, deeper emotions, and over there there's a larger perspective. Bria is associated with Seichel, Neshama, the intellect. This is the unique cognate We could see the full picture, and here you can have a much deeper unity. So that's why Asiyah is associated with yichidos, and Yitzirah with Asiris, and bria with Mayas. The gimul gamkin these three letters are also hinted in brachas because baruch, what's baruch? Baruch, bar, beirach is beiz reish chaf. hainu gimelam ham shachas da'ata havaia lekenu. venirmas b'tevas beirach b'choyrosi b'chossi. When you say a bracha, you say baruch, Ata Hashem shem That's what you're saying. Baruch is you want to bring back, you want to bring in. Atah, we said, is Atmos. That's the third shuvah. Hashem, the second shuvah. Elekenu is the first shuvah. Baruch, I want the bays, I want the Chav, and I want the reish. The bays is doing shuvah for sur meira. Elekenu, the Chav is doing shuvah for seitoiv havaya, and the reish is doing shuvah for Atah. That's the baruch. Every bracha is I'm trying to unite the duality with the oneness. So it's Beirach, it's B'choy Rasi, B'choy, and it's Birchasi, it's all Beirach, Bez Reishchaf, V'zo Kadesh Li Kol b'choy. This is the deeper Pshat in the Pesach. We say, some of us say it in the morning in Tefillin, by the Rashi, Rabbeinu Tams, V'yidabra Hashem al Moshe Kadesh Li Kol from boy. What does it mean? Sanctify to me every B'choy. What's every B'choy? Every firstborn male. Is peta Behema, lihu, the first one who comes out, whether it's a human being or a behema, lihu, because even a pchar behema also belongs to Hashem. You have to give it to the kayin, who's makirved in the beis hamikdash. That's called carbon pchar. A human being, you don't obviously give us a carbon, but it's kadishli it's holy, and then we have to redeem it from the kayin. It's called pidin What's the deeper meaning of Kaddish Likol B'chayrher? Sheyugbu ha-shloysha oilemus. To pick up the B'chayr. The three worlds, B'ri yitzirah, they pick them up. Sheyem nefesh ruach neshama. Aydeh ha-shloysha b'chines tshuva. Haniskar leil through the three dimensions of tshuva. V'yizbaradu mishvirasa. They should become elevated and sublimated from their brokenness. They should go up to the fourth world. What's kadish li kol b'char? The world is the world is constructed from base chaf resh. There is a duality in the world. It's not ones but twos. There is duality. There's fragmentation everywhere. There's fragmentation in me. There's fragmentation in us. It's fragmentation in the universe. But in different layers. In the world of Asiya, the fragmentation is the base. There a person can get stuck in sin, in addiction, in crazy stuff, in broken behavior. In the world of Yitzira, it's not nefesh kisechta. But over there the fragmentation, we call it chaf. It's not nefesh, it's ruach. Over there the fragmentation is the lack of oive delikim, the fact that I remain stuck in my comfort zone, what's missing is an the In the world of Reish, in the world of Bria, it's not Surmeira, it's not Hasei but it's the Yesh that's driving me crazy. And in many ways that can be the biggest nefila, because the Machshavah Zorah of the tzaddik is Poggin more than the Oven of the amaritz. So, so Hashem says, Kaddish li kol the challenge in life is to take every dimension of base khafresh, the duality, the fragmentation, the doubleness that exists on every level of reality, and align it with Li, bring it back to the full oneness. That's what Tzuvah is. Shuv is return the duality to oneness from Pher to make one. Ah, to Olam which is the Olam of Achdos, the Olam of Oneness. Because Bria is creation. Yitzirah is formation. Asiya is action. Atzillus is the Olam of Etzloi Vesamuch. Etzel, means close. Mm-hmm. The world of oneness. In other words, a perspective of Atsilas is the perspective where you see the divine in everything. That's the oneness. So Kadesh Li, like Shuvu Eli, bring it back to me, she Alu Mishvirasan. They should be elevated from their brokenness, from their fragmentation. Bring it to me. B'tshuva. And this is the idea of one moment of chuva in this world. is greater, There is something about the light that comes from darkness that is transformed. It creates a whole new type of or. You have two types of light. There's light, and then there's a much deeper light, the light that comes from darkness. And whenever you transform negative energy and the negative energy becomes the fuel for positive energy, the energy has something very deep about it, something very special about it. Because whenever you take the opposite, and the opposite becomes oxygen, fuel, to produce the light, the light has something in it that is very, very powerful, very unique. Always in life, when you have something opposing you, and it gets transformed, if you take anything that's negative, that's toxic, and you realize how that can transform, you take that very energy and you transform it. So then, the whole koyach of the now becomes ed, It's a different quality of uh, but that energy, that energy that allows for that perception. But the energy is the medium. I mean, you know, what nature that question. So I don't understand how we can promote the transformation when it's, it's really like clean up. <laughs> yeah, but the yeah, I guess you're right in the ultimate sense. Because if it's an illusion i right, but when we say an illusion, we don't mean mammoth an illusion. In other words, it's the world that God created. <laughs> perception is incorrect. That's the starting point for it, right? That's, I think that's why I have that toxicity. Right. So you want to say that that's God, that's but, but I'm saying that was part, yeah, that that ability was part of the plan. Right, 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 yeah. I think it's more like on a lower level like just chain, you have a chain and you have one thing that's really weak. Replace that chain and make it strong. Yeah. a on the whole thing. Yeah. 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 There's now a parenthesis, again from the Tzermach Tzedek. A pretty long parenthesis. not so long, around like eight lines. On 148, around eight lines from the top after the parenthesis, the ze but for this to happen, you have to take away the p'chayra. Now we come to p'chayra literally. The firstborn male who represents like the the p'chayrim were considered, you know, the elitists. Yeah, the elites, the firstborn. So you have to take away the p'chayra from the chayshach. Ki Eisav Haya p'chayr. Eisav was the firstborn. <speaking in Hebrew> That's why he came out first. He was like the first. So Ace of Screams, I'm the I'm the boss. I'm the firstborn, I get everything. Can I take away that Pkhira, meaning, on the level of base, chauffeur, and rage, through these three chuvahs, Meira. The first chuvah is to take away my desire from the cravings of Olam which take me away from manas, whether it's in Sur going away from bad. V'zo Kaddish li, Kaddish That's the first level of Kaddish li, that even that which is permissible, you should always align with Kaddish, with holiness. Even that which is permissible, sanctify yourself. Because in every moment, I want to be able to see the opportunity for the divine. Vahin Birit Sainovikas the same is true in his desire and to do goodness, Uba Tairan and learning tair. So on the all three levels of chuvas, I take away the phhira from Aesav. Shay Deza Akirasa Ratsan Noital me menu bkirasay mamash. When you take away your Ratsan from Ra, you take away the status of Pkhira from Aesav. Why? Everything gets life from God's will. Nothing could live if Hashem doesn't want it to live. What is the life energy of everything? Hashem's Ratzon. When I have a will for something, I have a desire for something. That's an energy. When Hashem has a desire for something, that desire is the energy of the world. You're here because God wants you to be here. So that is your energy. Your energy is his Ratzon. If there was no Ratzon an Alien, they wouldn't have life. So everything that exists, including the Sahara, including the Klippus, there is a divine will that they should be. If there was no divine will, they can't be. So their inner life ultimately comes from Hashem's will. Even more, they try to inflate themselves to get from God's will, from God's energy beyond the structure of the world, from a place called Rav Chesed, abundant Chesed. Why? Because Sham Nemar Im Tzadakta Matasalei Berabu V'Shaecha The, the Pesach the P- the P- the P- says in Iyayv, you think if you're righteous, you're going to give him something, and you think if you sin a lot, you're going to take away something from him. In other words, they want to go to a place, so to speak, in God, that is beyond the structure of the universe, where what I do doesn't matter. He's so beyond, and then I can get everything. I can get from that place even more, because nothing matters. It says, when you'll rise like an eagle, Klippa likes to rise like an eagle to get from the highest places, because from Hashem, the, who transcends the worlds, who cares what I do, what I don't do, like a little ant. Im rabuv the pasuk says im tzedakta matit'en lo im rabuv shleicha matasolai im tzedakta matit'en lo mamayat cheikach. What can you give him? The Kashara adam a misalek ritzein a mitayves elam hazeh shen roitzebem klal. When a person takes away his rotsin from tayves elam hazeh, he's not interested. That's the first truva. Ma'odir k'mayken lamayla. He triggers the same thing. L'mayla, Hashem also. She is ma'em, rotsin Hashem mila shpiyam orve Khais b'p'chin es Rav Chesed. K'vayachol, your tshuva is mirrored by Hashem. He does the same thing. He takes away his rotsin to be mashpiya to the klippus light and energy from Rav Chesed. K'ih b'p'chin es tsimtsum k'deich yuson. He only gives them a little restricted energy, as much as they need to live—basic oxygen, nothing extras. So when I do tshuva, I take away the b'chayra from Esav. Kaddish li kol b'chayra. When I'm a Kaddish kol b'chayra, the power that Esav has, the b'chayra of Esav is literally taken away. Why? Because the whole k'ayach is from ratzen a'elyan. That it should be, when I take away my ratzen from negativity, k'vayachal, I trigger that in Hashem, that he takes away his ratzen. Not to give, not to be Mashpia. Only the tiny little that they need. So it's not just you're creating something in yourself; it has a cosmic impact on all the clippers in the world. Every time a Jew does tshuva in a real way, it reverberates in the whole cosmos and in all of the worlds. It gives other people a strength too. Why? Because they like they. Um, it's like you bomb. You bomb the central center of clipper energy, like the center where the energy is coming from. You know, the, the Niagara Falls of the Clippers where their electricity is coming from, gets weakened because Hashem also takes His Ratzin away from being mashpiyah in them. Where does a Jew get his power? We said before that the Jew ascends in Hashem's Machshava. The Nishama of a Jew my ayanbass, it comes from Machshava before Dibur. Vilachain, Aphiluk Shani, Beth Toycha, Aphiluk Shabrinus, Vani Beth Soicha Goyla, who on the Har Kvar. Prinus Machshava Hakduma. And Vilaini is The Navu of Yecheskel starts off, Ezekiel starts off his prophecy. Hashem spoke to me, vaani Beth Soicha Goyla, I am in exile, on the Har Kvar, on a river called Kvar. The Balatanya says sometimes when he Hagoyla, Jew finds himself in exile. He thinks he's very lowly, but he's really al Nahar Kvar. He's on the river of Kvar. What does Kvar mean? Kvar means it was. He's rooted in Machshava Hagduma, He's rooted in the primordial thought of God so you could think I'm stuck somewhere but you're really on the river that goes back all the way to the beginning of everything so therefore one act one one change in your life affects everything Hashem tzilcha. that's why we say in Tehillim God is your shadow what does it mean Hashem is your shadow? right? right? what's the Lashem? um Shem Shem Recha, Shem Tzilcha, Al Yad God is your sail, your shadow. What's that your shadow? So most Mepharshim most will say when it's a hot sunny day and the sun is scorching you, you go into a, a tree, he casts a shadow to protect yourself. Hashem Tzilcha, your shadow to protect you. The Balatanya here says something else. what is? Listen to this. Kitzel Achara Adam. Your shadow follows you. Your foot moves, and the shadow moves. It says, God is your shadow. What's Pshat? your shadow? The shadow follows the person. Hashem is your shadow. In other words, every movement that you make has an effect. In the shadow, the shadow follows you. Hashem tzilcha. So when a person takes his rotsin away from Ra, the tshuva that we spoke about, what happens? Hashem Tzilcha, God is the shadow. So the whole divine energy responds to what happened in you. One movement in your life, in your machshav, in your dibber, in your mice, in your midas, that one motion, it looks like a little small thing. But Hashem Tzilcha, God is your shadow. So the shadow is affected, so what happens now? So Hashem does the same thing. <coughs> Lamila, the same thing happens. Akira from the Clipper. So the whole power of Chitsoenius and Clipper gets shaken up. It goes through an earthquake, a volcano even. It gets shattered because his Rotsun is also taken from it. <speaking in Hebrew> The second shuvah, by placing your desire in the positive, you do the same thing, Lamaila, that his ratsin should come in to the Svirus of Kedusha. Just like Sur meira causes that Hashem's ratsin should be uprooted from the Klippa, so that Say Toiv causes that Hashem's inner ratsin should be in Kedusha. What happens by me is Hashem tzilcha. It's, it's, it's affected in the shadow, the divine shadow. What's the idea of uprooting your will? It doesn't mean you don't do anything. It means Yaakov is told by his father, Yitzchak, I'm sorry, Esav is told by Yitzhak. Your brother came, Bemirma. What's Bemirma? Deceitfully. Deceitfully, and he took away your bracha. Bracha again is based, Reish Chof. He took away your He took away your Bracha. Right? Everything is Bez Reish Chof. Because that's Tshuva. Tshuva is, he's undoing the duality of the world. He took away your Bracha, Bez Chof Reish. He took away your He brought it back to Kadeshli, Li. That's Yaakov. Through the three levels of Tshuva. So he took away your Bracha, Bez Reish Chof. That's what he took. He took it all to Kedusha. So he says, Pidush, he says, He's your brother. He's your brother, but he came with deceitfulness. We are connected to this world. We are brothers with Asav. He says, But the brotherhood and the Dveikas in Elam eating, drinking, shouldn't be an authentic Dveikas. B'mirma. It should be deceitful. What's p'sh'at? Al-Derech Ma'am and Hazal, the Tzilu B'g'Mara says, Ki'ilu Kofay Shed. Like a Shed forces. And what does this mean? She'yi yizei yirida etzloy. You should realize that it's really a descent. Ela sh'mechav rak b'chdei levaren your kavana is to elevate the sparks. An example is you're eating in order to daven with the power of that food, etc. The simen that deals with kol shemayim, how to eat and how to drink and how to sleep and how to do business and how to have relations, etc. What's the nekuda here? He's your brother but the brotherhood is really deceitful meaning <clears throat> it's almost like a like a spy you know what's the success of a spy he goes into enemy territory right you know the story of Eli Cohen in Syria you know the story right not only do you go into enemy territory you become integrated and the point is they should think that you're a brother you're one of ours But at the point of truth, you're not one of theirs. You use that information, and you pass it on. You pass it on to your country. At that moment, that moment, but for that, you have to party, and you have to become friends, and you have to do business. But that's all, that's all tough, that's all secondary. Then there comes that one moment, maybe once a year, where you heard that information, you got that information because they were drunk. And that's what you were looking for. And you took that, because that saves your country from destruction. Right? You understand the word? Tanya says, this is Ayid. <laughs> he comes into Elamhazah. So the world looks at him and says, oh, you're one of us? I eat, I drink, I do everything like everybody else. Ba-chicha, I'm your brother. A brother means we're connected. He says, but be-mirma. there's an element of Mirma. In other words, he doesn't really belong to the world of Taivas. He doesn't really belong to the world of Elamhazah. He belongs to the world of godliness. He belongs to the world of Kedusha. But in order to be able to get those sparks, you have to go there. If you're not going to go there, you're not going to get it. So I have to go into that world. I have to go into the world. So he says the whole life is this way. What's the mistake of a person? The mistake of a person is when you decide that you're Taka ASOF. you, <laughs> you here, that's who you are. So there's much of life where I go into places that are unnatural for the soul. The great worst thing is when it becomes natural. (laughs) Because then I lose in touch with myself. And And every place I go is sometimes an unnatural place. Sometimes you go into places, there's difficult energy there. But there's one objective. Don't melt. Don't lose yourself. Don't allow yourself to die over there. You're here on a mission. You have to learn something from this. You have to be mevare berudim. You have to extract information. You have to become more aware. You have to lift somebody up. It's a one-way relationship. It's not a relationship where you're taka on a with Olam haza and therefore you could fall in it. There's always an element of mirma. And it starts from the mirma of Esau. V'hanocha shaya arum. The snake was the mirma. And the snake took all the, a lot of holiness into it. Now I gotta bring it back up. So that's the mirma. So that what's the mirma? The mirma is the deceitfulness is. You look physical, but you're not physical. <laughs> you look like a guy who just likes eating, but that's not really who you are. You look like a guy who just likes a drink, because he says achilur si or anything else. It's not really who you are. Who are you? You're a shtik gdusha. You're a shtikh ala you're a that's who you are. Do you do a lot of things that everybody in the world does? Of course! <laughs> you're dressed up well, if not, if not, you can't get any, uh, any of the sparks. You can't create the yisun omen You can't take the oid out of the choshach. And this is even true with yourself. So who, who are you? Who are you? The, the challenge here is not for others, the challenge here is for yourself. It's much deeper. For yourself, who are you? Who am I really? You could look at yourself as just a piece of meat and potato. That's who you are. A meat potato. And it's true, there's a lot of meat here, and there's usually a lot of potatoes too. Tonight is already Cholent, Thursday night. So there's a lot of meat, there's a lot of potato. Yeah. There was a chassid of the Tzamach Tzedek, who used to say, Vos is ayid? Ayid is a chach law in azak, von vzudek flesh mit beiner. A Jew is Chachma which is Hashem's Chachma, in a sack of hot meat and bones. <laughs> it's Chachma but a person can deceive themselves. I don't know who I am anymore. When I don't know who I am, so then it's very easy for the person to lose touch with that. So that's the Kaddish Li Kol The ability to go into the of the Chaf, and the Reish. of huap Ha'bchoyer. And to take the Bracha, to take the B'choyerah, to align it all with oneness, which is the truth of it. It's even the truth of Esav. Esav is the p'chay. But only Yaakov could teach Esav who he really is. Because Esav himself, Esav represents that which, there is a clipper, there is a shell, there is a husk. So Yaakov ultimately has to teach Esav that the, lich So when a Jew does this, It's not just the Jew does it in himself. The shadow also gets affected. The shadow follows the same pattern. So the tshuva and the Jew creates the same system in all of the universes. Take a look in the kitzer. Take a look in the kitzer. Gimel tshuvas nefesh roch neshama. Ve'hem yichidus asiris meys nekudas svira partzuf. V'hai nubri yitzir asiya. V'kadosh li sheyuviru aideze ve'yuchelu batzilas. By his tshuva, it does the same thing, the same thing Lamila. Is any bigger? Of course, the shadow is much bigger than the person. Now we understand. The shadow is much bigger than the person. That's true. Uh, it does depend on the angle of the sun. We're saying, ah. Huh? So was when yeah. kind to of marry had kind to of marry Leah first, yeah, because he had to take over just like. Aesop, Leia yeah. Leah was designated for Esau, yeah. So in, in part of the taking the um, korah, he had to marry Esau first. Yeah, he yeah, her yeah, host. yeah, 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 yeah. And Ellie Cohen not only did he integrate, he became a leader. Yeah. He yeah. told him where to place the trees, yeah, yeah, trees? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A good ah. <laughs> good. Yeah, 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 yeah. My father in law was uh he served in the Six Day War and he was one of the soldiers who captured the Golan Heights. And it was an impossible feat because the Golan are very tall slopes and they had to, so you're fighting with an enemy who's on top. So strategically it's very, very difficult. One of the things that Eli Cohen did was an unbelievable thing the Syrians had, you know, soldiers over there to be able to guard the border. And they also they would, you know, I don't know if you know, they would send bombs and uh, kill civilians uh, from below the slopes of the Golan Heights because they had this strategic oh, upper hand. Uh, and They had bunkers, yeah. So Eli Cohen said, you know, something that gets very hot over there, the summer months. So he suggested that they build, they they plant trees <laughs> Wherever there's a group of soldiers, uh, where there's a bunker, to be able to, to to cast a shadow to protect them. That's what he did. So the Six Day War, they knew the Israeli, the Jews knew exactly where they were stationed. It was an incredible thing. Yeah, my father, my father told me he remembers. They said, "Okay, that's where it is." A lot of soldiers lost their lives in that, but it was incredible how they got that. Was one of the most incredible moments over there. Then the Syrians ran Lapile Ah, Hash, the Syrian shrees became Hashem's shade. Yeah, Hashem tzilcha. The Syrians, Shreys, the Eli, Eli Cohen. Cohen, Eli, Eli Cohen Eli he Cohen. told them to do it. He no, he did it because. They this, he recommended he recommended to the Syrians he was an Israeli spy so he recommended and they did it yeah it was years before years before years before so you have here a marshal where you become completely integrated but in truth you're not you're you're the leader you're the leader you you as, a, as a, a Jew goes into Gashmias, you're not not in, you have to be there. Not only there, you could be a leader there. But in the Nekuda of Emes, you don't belong there. You don't, you, you, your soul is never sold to it. You're there because you have a mission. And on the contrary, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be successful. I'm gonna go back to my marshal. Ellie Cohen became one of the most leading, uh, he became a leading figure there. And that's what allowed him access to secrets that nobody would have had because he was he was so close many years the 50s 19 he was caught at the end he was caught and hung he was hung in the 60s uh, 64 maybe I think his wife is still alive the body never they never got the body back I think right it's still in Syria so the mush Hashem yin kim He, he was, uh, he was tortured, he was murdered, uh... Oh, so that's the point. It's not Pshat. It's not Pshat. The person says, okay, so now I have to starve and I, you can even be a leader, but you have to remember that you're a leader, you're not a follower. In other words, in the Nakuda of truth, you were sent there on a mission to be able to bring the world back to God, not to think that this is who you are and just to lose your identity. So how far, every person has to know. Sometimes the mission of a person, Mardechai was Mishnah L'malach right? Yosef was the Prime Minister of Egypt. He ran the show. <laughs> he ran the Welt over there. But he knew who he was. He was never a victim. And the same is true in every person's life, in your own life, wherever you are. There's the chicha. We often enter into places where it feels like Esav. Sometimes you enter into very dark and challenging places. But you're not really there. You don't really belong there. You, your core is somewhere else. You're a free person. You're divine. <speaking in Hebrew> to go to Esav and to take the pchaira, to take the and the bracha from clip and bring it back to Kedusha. If Esav is associated with the Nachash, if there wouldn't be an Eitz Adas, then Kedusha wouldn't be mixed into Klippus. He wouldn't have to do that. But since there was an Eitz Adas, since the Nachash was the Mirma, so the Mirma of Yaakov is Meshach in the Mirma of Esav. The Mirma of the Nachash. Okay. Hashem Tzilcha. Hashem is your shadow. I know, I know. I'm just giving a muscle. I, it, it came into my mind. It's a good muscle, I think. No, it's a good muscle with Ellie Cohen. I thought. I know. I know. I know. We are. So yes, we're not. We're, not, we're, not, we're going? So. Um, we got what we're doing. You have to figure out there every minute. I don't know every moment, but the point is, there's an awareness, there's an awareness. A Jew is not happy if he becomes completely Dovak and Elamhazi. He's not gonna be happy. Huh? You tried? <laughs> you could try it. It's not, uh, you tried already. He's not gonna be happy. I'll go on another vacation, I'll get another car, I'll get a new watch, I'll get this. I'll eat better food, I'll go to fancier restaurants, I'll drink more wine. Fine. It's not. You're uh... <laughs> So, uh, when you know that, when you go to a place because you have a mission, it's a whole different perspective. How do you relate? How, do you, how does one relate? to huh? How does someone relate to someone who's immature? Uh, to... Ah. You bring them to the shear. <laughs> <I'm just joking. laughs> I have one remedy for everything. <laughs> Hey, you get the for remedy the show yesterday. The show. You know, like the old doctors, they gave you one remedy for everything. <laughs> mom, and pop, mom and pop shop, you know. There's a few items. Uh, another an example would be an ambassador. An ambassador of a country, yeah? You're an ambassador of the U.S. to uh, whichever country France, Italy, yeah? Kazakhstan. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, you, you uproot your whole family there, and you have to speak their language, right? And you have to dress, and you have to, you have to, you become, you, you become part of the country. If not, you can't be a successful ambassador. But, you make sure that on your house, you have a flag of your country. <laughs> and you tell your children, we're here. We have a job. Right? But we don't belong here, huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, same thing. So your kids, they're part of it. But they're never really part of it. It's bimirma, there's a mirma here. And then you don't lose yourself, you don't, uh, you don't lose your identity, you don't assimilate in the process. And the children know that. Lahavdullah <laughs> Chabach Luchim, how do they do it with their kids? Yeah. You would think, that most of them shouldn't be able to remain connected to Torah. It's impossible. I had a guest in my house for Shabbos, a Shiva boche. She said, I don't understand. He said, is there a statistic of how many chabad shluchim left Yiddishkeit? He asks me, is there a statistic? I said, yeah, none. <laughs> I said, of course it's a statistic, it's called Zero. She says, "Really?" I said, "Yeah, really. You could go. I mean, I know, I know the guys." She says, "That's impossible." I said, "Why is it impossible? She is because if I would go, after a few months, I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be from." So there was a Russian, uh, there was a Russian family by me, a couple, and they grew up in communism, and they didn't. She didn't know she was Jewish. They were so far, they didn't know she was Jewish. She found out she was Jewish because her best friend stopped being her friend because she says you're a dirty Jew. Her best friend, she grew up with, stopped because you're a dirty. That's how she found out. She, her welcoming to the Jewish world was you're a dirty Jew. I can't be your friend anymore. And then she discovered Yiddishkeit, and she lives in Philadelphia. She's a fireball, so she turns to this Bishiva Bach. Was asking this question. She's like, so if you go out for a few months, you're not going to be from. So why are you from now? <laughs> Just explain this to me. So why now? He says, now there's community. I don't know. He says, <laughs> she says, so you mean it's nothing is real. It's just peer pressure. He says, basically. <laughs> so she says, if your Yiddishkeit will become real, then even if you travel, you'll still be, you'll still be connected. <laughs> it was a very interesting contrast. Here's a person who grew up without anything. But there was a very interesting contrast. Okay. That, that, that's a common theme, especially in the summer the, little, the rabbis. A yeah. gross and huh? That's a common theme, that the rabbis were warn you know, in the summer, when you go on vacation, out of town, don't lose your Yiddishkeit, you know, maintain the same standards. I mean... Every show across uh, the world—they're the same to you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and these the, Slovakas, the, the look—they're they're in the far corners of the world where there's no support. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing in a way. You know, not in a way. Not your run-of-the-mill Yiddish guy. Yeah. It's something that's very strong. I knew yeah. the other guy from Houston and Honolulu. No, you know. <laughs> Yeah. I was the Mirma. <laughs> he was using the internet to learn Taita. It's also a Mirma. Yeah. It's a very deep idea because it's basically saying you could be everywhere. You could be involved in everything. You could be a leader in the industry. You could run the world, but it's still B'mirma. <laughs> you have an agenda. What's the agenda? Your agenda is a lakus. That's very... Uh, you don't have to detach from anything. I'm talking if it's a coin Allah, We don't mean if it's forbidden. You don't have to detach. You don't have to run away. It could be a chicha. But it didn't the nukudah, it you're in a, and in a very deep place, it's, it's B'mirma, there's something deceitful. In a positive way, of course, deceitful. Not that you're lying. In a positive way. That your purpose is a lukus, Your purpose is Avaidus Hashem. Yeah. Actually, it's usually... Thank you. Very much appreciate like That you have purpose. That's that's the truth. I remember when I was at Microsoft with Bill Gates, when I have the meeting with him, First thing, he looked at my yamulka. He was absolutely... <laughs> you can tell him a story about when he was going to explore us. Like look at your yamulka. Interesting. He looked the... Pool. When you met Bill Gates? Yes. Yeah, he was very deep. He's one of the deepest person ever. Really deep. really spiritual. That's interesting. He says when he met Bill Gates, he wasn't captivated by all of his computer stories. He was captivated by the yamulka. So you're saying ultimately Asaph also appreciates it. Yes, it does. That you have purpose. Yeah. That you're not just, uh, in for another dollar. That's very powerful, yeah. What was the, what was the mindset that they were born? That the, 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 the later was, I uh, was, uh, was an Uber year. The later was, Asaph, uh, as before, was an Uber year. And yet the Bar Mitzvah was, was not a, a non-Uber year. So that Asaph was born, what, the, at the end of the month before Adar? So that, that, I never heard actually, that. Actually, God has had to burn some first. Someone told me some this. Someone told me this once that, that therefore He actually has to shut up the other two in the Bible. You know I never did know. Uh, I heard that. I heard that. Uh, Sheer somewhere else. I mean, it, it always struck me as being interesting the way that. that you can have four things operating. You have Right, right. Okay, where are we? Yeah? But when Jews assimilated, it didn't help. It's not like... They trusted them more. (laughs) Okay. There is something different about the Jew. So Jews thought they'll assimilate, but that never helped. Right? At best, it brought it under, it made it dormant for a couple of years. But in Germany, the community was most assimilated. You never had assimilated Jews as much as in German. This class is brought to you by the Yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at ww.theyeshiva.net/donate.